The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest, W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity, brought to you by my favorite tequila hard seltzer, Mamitas. You should know it by now. You should love it by now because it is the best around. I have the pink one sitting out right here on my desk, which is the Paloma flavor, but it also comes in mango, pineapple, and lime. Um, I really love all four, to be honest. And you know who loves them more than me? My dad. He's like, are you going to bring more mamitas home? Are you going to bring more mamitas home? I'm like, you could just order them yourself. Um, You can go to drinkmamitas.com or order them on GoPuff. Someone this weekend actually came up to me and was like, I always see you talking about this drink. Where do I order it? And I was literally like, drinkmamitas.com or GoPuff, but... You know, it is what it is. That's where you can get it. Make sure you try it. It comes in a variety pack. Um, Like I said, I love the Paloma, but I'm really down for whatever flavor. Let's get into today's show. Um, Guys, happy Valentine's Day. By the time this airs, it will be the day after Valentine's Day. I will have gone live on Instagram at this point and gotten drunk with all of you, um, which should be fun because I'm going to just do a little live around 7 p.m. But if you're tuning into this interview with Harry Jowsey, you will not be disappointed. I mean... I was told I couldn't really ask him that much about his dating life unless he brought it up. And you know what? Harry Jowsey, he's an open book. So we definitely talk about the Chloe incident, the flowers, the rumors. He confirms if they are hooking up or not. We talk about the video that surfaced of him making out with Charlie Jordan. We just talk about dating in general. I get his take on too hot to handle what he thinks of the newer seasons. He's really an open, nice guy. Came in, brought me treats, hugged me. Super lovely. Um, Really, really liked him. So we will get to that in a bit. Um, Then we will get to ask Alyssa and then we will do the spill the tea segment. So first, let me catch you up. Um, I'm feeling really good today. I woke up early. I'm turning over a new leaf. I went to the gym yesterday, but last week was probably the shittiest week ever. So not only do I think I had like a stomach bug or food poisoning or something, I was down for the count all week, napping every day, like just really not feeling great. And then um, my Aunt Phyllis passed away, which is like so awful and sad it's the first aunt or like someone other than a grandparent that I've lost in my life and I made the decision to go to her services over attending one of my best friend's weddings so that was kind of like a weird predicament for me to be in because it's like how am I supposed to celebrate when my family's mourning and I'm mourning and like I was putting this like between a rock and a hard place of do I choose like to dance or to cry like you know it was such a weird weird thing for me so ultimately I just tried to align with what my gut told me and my gut was be there for your family you'll regret this for the rest of your life if you're not there and I'm really happy I made that choice um, because it was my dad's sister and he needed me there and um, yeah it was tough it's been a tough few days I'm not gonna lie but I finally feel like I'm turning a corner you know I've said that my new year got off on a weird foot And it did. Um, Something weird did happen last week. And I'm hoping this is 
the last of that for a while. So I was riding the subway, as I do. And, um, yeah, this woman, it's me, a woman, and a dude. Three people. And the woman, like, she seems fine. All of a sudden, I kid you not, she takes down her pants, pulls them down, butt naked, squats on the subway door as if it's, like, up against a wall and you're doing, like, a wall squat, and just pees. And it's just me, her, and one other guy. And she's kind of in the middle, and him and I are on the ends. He's not looking, so he doesn't realize she's peeing. And I'm, like, looking at him being like, hello, do you not see that this woman is fucking peeing? He's not phased. I'm bugging out. And I'm thinking, what could I do? Like, if she's going to try to attack me right now, I think I could take her. Like, this is what I was doing. I was sizing her up in my head. Um, like, she looks a little wobbly. So if she tries to come next to me with those pissy hands, I'm knocking her ass over. Like, I, and then I was like, how do I get around pushing her without touching the urine? Like, this is where my head was going. And then finally, of course, we were between subway stops, like, that take a really long time. We hadn't stopped. It was, like, a good, solid five, seven minutes. And I'm, like, stuck with the urine girl. Um, so I'm hoping to leave that behind, um, although the subways have been kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, also, Super Bowl, it happened. I didn't watch. I um, didn't even watch the halftime show so much so that I was kind of embarrassed. I meant to watch it. I was going to just tune in. But then my friends texted me being like, that was unbelievable. And I was too embarrassed to admit that I didn't see it. So I was like, yeah, it was sick. And then I watched it on YouTube this morning. And I think because everyone was hyping it up so much, I was expecting it to be like insane. And don't get me wrong. It was really good. That's the music I grew up listening to. So I loved the music and I thought the people were fantastic. But when I think of like that was insane, I want people like pink like coming down from the ceiling hanging I want you to parachute in I want aerobics backflips like I am that type of like consumer that like give me all of the drama um Gia what did you think of it did you like it I liked it I thought it was super entertaining I wanted it to be longer mm um, but I kind of figured they don't really have very family friendly mm, songs, fair. you know, most of them would probably get bleeped out, but I liked it. I think Beyonce's was better, but that's just me. Well, you know what else I wanted at the end when they all came on the stage together? Yeah. I wanted them to all collaborate more. Yeah. Agreed. I was waiting for that final yeah. moment. And then when it ended, I was like, wait, it's over. Yeah. It was, it felt very quick. For the first time in my life, I was like sexually attracted to Eminem. <laughs> I like never really looked Everyone at Everyone looked great. Mary J. Blige looked great. I couldn't tell if she was lip singing or actually singing. I couldn't tell a lot of them. Like I thought 50 Cent was for a second. I, I but don't. But then I didn't. It's hard to tell. The only person that really stood out to me was lip singing wise. I thought Mary J. Blige might have lip sync. At first I thought she was and then I thought she was. Like yeah. it was kind of confusing. Yeah. I feel like maybe it was like on and off. I don't know. But it was super I think when they're coming out and doing the tricks and stuff, they're maybe lip singing more during the, yeah. like when like 50 Cent was upside, upside down. down. Yeah. Um, oh, 
I love. I have such a special place in my heart for Fifty Cent yeah. because when his like album came out, me and my sister were like, "Mom, take us to Best Buy or like whatever, yeah. whatever store sold CDs," and we like listened to Fifty Cent's album. I know every word. I thought he was so cool, so hot. Yeah. And then like I wound up interning for his publicist, so like I met him. <laughs> like me and Fafty, as Randall Emmett calls him, we go way back. Um. Okay. And then also the elephant in the room is the fact that today's valentine's day which i kind of mentioned a little bit earlier yeah no i'm single i will be spending valentine's day with the tea tribe but i'm going to a speed dating event this week oh interesting i know so my friend victoria who i know from like the influencer space created this um thing called like amber and it's basically like raya for IRL like it's like you have to get approved to go and it's like I think they just hand select successful New Yorkers like is what I think and then you go and you speed date everyone oh that's fun I know you know that there won't be like weirdos no so there might be still be weirdos but I I mean like like you know that they're kind of vetted or like (laughs) they're recommended yeah 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 Um, they're on your level yeah, so I think it's going to be really fun. I'm taking Jordan from the office with me because I didn't want to go alone. And I was like, this yeah, yeah. girl's on a dating that rampage. That reminds me of um, Hitch, the speed dating scene in Hitch. That's such a great scene. I love scene. that movie. Yeah. Um. So maybe I'll have an update next week. I feel like with in terms of dating, like I will have guys reach out to me and be so into texting me. And then they'll just fall off the face of the earth. Mm. I'm like, are you just not wanting to go on a date? Like, you know, sometimes, because I do that with people, like sometimes you think you're ready to date and then you actually start talking to someone and you're like, "Um, actually, I'm not ready to date. I don't know. It's been weird. Um, But whatever. Here's my interview with Harry. We will get into that. It's really good. Like I said, he's super cool. And then stick around because I am answering your advice questions. And then we are spilling the tea. I have so much to talk about the Anna Delvey show, Inventing Anna. The new Love is Blind series and Married at First Sight, which is like my secret Hibley. Um, If you're new here, Hibley is hate it but love it. It's when you hate something so much that you kind of love it. So we will get into that during the Spill the Tea segment. And here is my interview with Harry. Okay, guys, we are here with Harry Jowsey on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for bringing me little treats. Oh, no. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. I've actually never done it before. Wait, you know how you like clout farm? That's like your thing. Oh, I was going to clout tr- farm you. <laughs> Do it. And joke that you flew in for Valentine's Day for me. Well, let's let's say that. We should say that. I'll go with that. Cause Cause I've that a stir. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd be good. I was like, I'm just going to be like, oh, look who flew in for me for Valentine's Day. Yeah. By the time this airs, they will know. Well, but you could say like you flew me out. It's a little yeah. bit more slutty on my Oh, side. yeah. And also like that makes me kind of look like I've got yeah, some yeah, yeah. cash. <laughs> So Harry's hungover. I'm very hungover. I like feel like violently hungover. Why New York Fashion Week over the Super Bowl? Um, that's a good one. See, I actually don't know American <laughs> sports at oh, all. Oh, fair. Like I'm the worst yeah. guy that there is when it comes to, like sports because I only know Australian sports. And then like I come mm. over here and like the games go for three hours. I'm like, bro, I uh-huh. don't care. Like I just want to go out and so. And then this is just something different. No, I totally agree. I didn't watch the Super Bowl yesterday. Yeah. I, just, I watched the halftime show on YouTube. It was crazy. <laughs> that was the only thing I did. It was nuts. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it because, like, we grew up listening to that music. At least yeah. I did. Yeah. Like, 50 Cent. I liked it. Mm. But, yeah, I didn't care to watch the game. 
Yeah. I and like, I work whatever. at a sports company. So yeah, can't. you're fine. You're going to hear about it all week. <laughs> yeah, I was so like, I was like, whatever. I was like, it's fine. Okay, so you're in New York, yes. Fashion Week. Are you going to shows? Like, what is the vibe? Yes, we've been going to many shows. Um, but I just, again, like, I don't know what I'm meant to do with them. Like, I ever see everyone start mm-hmm. filming, so I just start filming stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what are we looking for here? <laughs> don't you feel like fashion shows on, like, the internet, it's like New York Fashion Week, and then you go, and it's five minutes yeah like they walk out and then it's over and you're like it's yeah. like whiplash yeah i'm like what are we like, what's going on here what are we uh, number one i don't know what i'm looking for number two like why is it so quick so quick my first time ever going to fashion week i was like blown away by how quick it was mm. because you're just expecting this like huge i mean they are big productions yeah but for it to be over that quickly i was like stunned and i was also trying to figure out like how does the company make a return on that investment like what like the the models are a couple thousand dollars each. Like I think the big big brands, it's yeah. easy. I think it's the smaller brands that are probably like kind of struggling with that. Yeah, cause you I'm, know. I was like, why don't you just I don't know, pay some influencers and get them to walk around on their Instagram stories. True. You know. So what did you do last night that you're hungover? Um. So we were meant to go like hang out with some friends and like watch the game and just relax. And then one of my best friends that lives out here, he's like, hey, my boys are gonna go to this lounge. Turns out it wasn't a lounge, it was a club. And he's like, if you if we go, you have to get a bottle. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to drink it. And then we got there. He's like, well, you can't spend like a couple of thousand dollars on a bottle and not drink it. I so guess then, I have to drink yeah, the so bottle. I, was like, I guess so. And then Tyler Cameron pulled up and then it was just, it was just an absolute scene from there on in. And like now I'm like really struggling. Yeah. That's why I have glasses on. Yeah, that's why he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Did you see, Um, actually, Dixie D'Amelio got she like clapped back because they wrote a news article about her wearing sunglasses inside and she was like yeah she was like don't try to make me out to be some asshole (laughs) and i was like okay good for her for clapping back but also she's like they always give her so much shit so much shit let her wear sunglasses let her wear whatever she wants who cares everyone does it yeah like (laughs) why is it why is that an issue all of a sudden (laughs) i agree i i totally agree okay tyler cameron i had okay so i was on a podcast mm. and we were talking about how tyler cameron always wears his ankles out like he always has like you know like a two inches between his shoe and his pant like he's like a big ankle he's guy, a big ankle guy. Do you, are you an ankle guy i have not noticed that about tyler oh he's huge just, ankle guy i'm gonna after i stare at his ankles next time I well, after i said this mm. someone created an account called tyler sees ankles <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like a fan. And they just post pictures of his ankles no now. Way. <laughs> Swear to God. That is awesome. Are you an ankle guy? See, I've been rocking high white socks. Oh, yeah. That's that's my vibe. Yeah, which is, I don't know, very like, yeah, I always wear them now. But I'm trying to like go a little with my ankles out a little bit more. Because <laughs> my friends are roasting me about it. So I was like, Give I have a to show more. a bit of skin. No, I like a high sock. You do? Yeah. I yeah. think a high sock is like a vibe, like a confident guy. Like, um... Jacob Elordi from Euphoria. Yeah. Like he rocks like a short and like a high sock and a Jordan. That guy is so tall. You're tall. He's a, I think he's taller than me. I met him and I was really like taken back. I was like, come on, bro. Like, Oh, like you're, you're a great looking dude and you're tall. Like, yeah. And you're an actor and you have a career. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Like, yeah, please, bro. Like, I'm trying to have one of those things. <laughs> yeah, you're making me look bad yeah. here. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So not an ankle guy. No. I, um, about fashion, like mm. as you kind of, you're here for fashion week. You, yes. I see like the Noah Becks of the world and people like trying to break into the high fashion world. Yeah. 
what's your like stance on that? Do you want to be more in the fashion game or are you like, that's not for me? I think I'm like probably no good for the high fashion world. <laughs> like I feel like I'm, they probably, those brands would never touch me <laughs> because I'm a little bit controversial. You're risque. Risque. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think it's, Noah's killing it there. Like he just did a, like a paid post with like Fendi, which is him. bizarre. And like they're all setting himself. I think it's a, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. Like I've never really um, been too much into the fashion world. So I'm trying my best to, learn a little bit more about it and be a little bit more legit because uh, I realized that I just wear gym clothes all the time. It's yeah. not very attractive. No, hey, listen, different different things for different people. Yep. You know, <laughs> like not everyone has to be out here like rocking designer. Yeah. I think speaking of like your p- public persona a little mm. bit and like the types of brands that will work with you and not work with you, you are so open about your sex life. You're so open about – I mean, you're not really that open about who you're dating, but like you kind of are. Like you'll yeah. tease pictures, things will leak. What is it like to have your entire life on display? Are you sometimes like, fuck off? Like I saw a yeah. video of you posted at a club this weekend yeah. and I was like, that feels like an invasion of privacy. Like, yeah. is it ever too much for you or you're just like, whatever? Um, I think I'm like an open book. Like I'm super transparent with everything and like super honest. And I think that's the only way to go about it. I know that there's like a lot of influences that are like, closed off or like mm-hmm. trying to be sneaky about their shit but i'm like people are gonna find out and you're gonna look like dodgy anyway so i really don't care like if someone wants to film me making out with someone at a club then whatever like it's my fault for making out with someone at a club fair like, you're like, in public doing yeah, it like yeah everyone's got their phones out filming like yeah each other so i'm like whatever i don't mind but um it does get a little bit overwhelming sometimes like, i do get a little bit of anxiety going out um especially when it's just you know when there's like a lot of people in your face but apart from that it's just like whatever like that's what i signed up for and i I don't i don't mind it i just love the fact that uh i can make more friends when i'm out like Mm. more people want to talk to me and they have a reason to say hi so i'm like okay sick like i love meeting people and um yeah and love hugging people so it's good yeah i get that i think for me it's more the pressure it puts on a situation oh yeah because it's like this is our first date. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's, crazy. They, it's more that it's like, look, I don't care if once we're dating, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's like, we're trying to figure things out amongst ourselves and yeah. I don't need extra. No, it's so bad. Like that stuff. Yeah. So Cause people always try and like slap a label on something, uh, like really quick, like right away. It's like, Oh fuck. Like, yeah, the media is like new girlfriend steps out. Yeah, yeah, like I I have a new one every week because <laughs> I know you do. Because <laughs> yeah, well, I post like different TikToks, so everyone's just like, oh, he's got a new girlfriend every day. But um, yeah, it's that puts like a lot of pressure on uh, situations, and also like makes maybe some people come around me for like the wrong reasons. Yeah, uh, they're like um, either you know want to like hang out just to post a TikTok or like to get a headline. It's like I don't know what is that. By the way? I think it's the heat. Uh, Guys, this room is fucking cold. It didn't warm up, like but whatever. It. We'll just let it go. Um, I actually noticed. Okay, I had a question about TikTok because I was thinking about this. I literally put it on my list. Yeah. When you're f- recording a TikTok, let's uh, say with Tana or with anyone, mm-hmm. how many takes? Do- like, I try to, th- I was always thinking, I'm like, we watch these like influencers collabing. Yeah. And then I'm like, behind the camera, what the viewer doesn't see is like, everyone trying to get the lip syncing correct right. like is there an awkwardness to posting or does it just happen kind of naturally well, when you're with a rando and they're like let's do a tiktok together I, i'm pretty sick at just doing like you a one take wonder yeah but like i'm kind of that way with tana like she doesn't know the words of eddie's song so she's just moving her mouth so whatever you gotta it get doesn't the matter first type is gonna be the same as the last time so you may as well just post whatever um but yeah i'm usually like a one take one i'm pretty sick at it but it's because my mm. tiktoks are pretty like 
like low effort like it's just me <laughs> lip syncing or like me posing guys when they lip sync on tiktok i was gonna do one <laughs> making fun of it i was like watching a video that someone posted this morning mm. and i'm like basically like the smaller you open your mouth the hotter yeah. it is like yeah. you just gotta mumble yeah literally like, how do they do that they like just show their teeth a little bit it's it's like, just like a little. everyone's freaking out they're like wow so hot yeah i'm like i'd like to be like a fly on the wall and watch like myself like try and do that It'd it's be so crazy. cringe Okay, so since it is Valentine's Day, I want to ask you some dating things. Yes. Uh, just dating in general. Of course. So you're pretty notorious, oh. or I would say you're pretty open about like having toxic behavior in the past. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what your most toxic trait is. Oh, wow. I know. Um, I think that's a good question. My most toxic trait, I don't know. I think maybe like, I don't know if it's a, good or a bad thing but i think i'm like way too honest like mm. which is like maybe that is a little bit overwhelming or a little bit annoying because like, like if you really like someone you're you're gonna tell them i would tell them or i'm like hey like i'm actually fucking other people mm. like you should probably do the same like i kind of respect that i like that i though. think well i think it's like a bit of a slap in the face sometimes I yeah think. but i think to be honest i was a lot worse um before and now i'm like pretty laid back and a little bit more relaxed when it comes to relationships like i do have like Girls like, oh, you this toxic guy, but like, I listen to hand pan music and like go to bed at eight p.m. Mm. So I'm like, a, I think I'm kind of like chilled down. A little yeah, bit. you've like probably when you first moved to LA and you're first oh, off crazy. the show, it's different than now. You're like kind of settled in a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, a little bit over like just fucking around. But I think the the two the the super honest stuff is uh, probably a little bit overwhelming sometimes because like I think people like to be lied to and like to be painted mm -hmm. this like fairy tale. I'm like, well, Ugh. you want to feel first of all like you're the person to change someone oh it's yeah. like oh he or she used to be a player but they're not anymore because of me yeah yeah it's you like know passion project. It, it's an e it's total ego yeah people have such big egos that they just want to feel like i'm the one that they changed for i'm the one that they stopped sleeping around for yeah so i get it that's why people yeah. want to be lied to <laughs> yeah. I, I mean who doesn't want to hear that if you're yeah. really into someone but like I would say just from like watching you like dating publicly, like I feel like you're someone that is like, and tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like you fall in love quickly. Like you get yeah, caught up. Yeah, I suck when it comes to this stuff because I wear my heart on my sleeve and mm -hmm. I think it gets me in like a, a, a lot of trouble because I don't know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm the only person that does it, but when I start seeing someone, like I right away I think about like, oh damn what's this gonna be like in six months like oh what can i do mm -hmm. for this person like can i help with their business what can i like i'm kind of that way too yeah where can i inject myself yeah. to like help you know why because we're connectors like i like to connect people yeah. and like so you're like how could i introduce you to this person how yeah, could i yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then it, and then you're like so excited and then like after a month they're like sick of you you're like oh well, this is what a waste of time <laughs> you're like i just launched your business literally no like, i've done that before like i got it off the ground i like, got everything sorted and then it's like all right see ya <laughs> i think though the like the public conception would be that your or misconception i should say would be the, that you're the one going through the girls but you're kind of making it sound like they get tired of you yeah i just think i get really like really excited about people and they want to help and then uh yeah it's like either just little things don't add up because like i find i find that there's like a lot of situations in la where people aren't very honest about what they do and mm. then like for me honesty is like the biggest thing if you start like lying to me then i'm like all right we'll I have to pump the brakes with this stuff um but yeah i think i once i start seeing someone like i get like really involved and i like really like fall for them and then then it's just like oh maybe they're 
still hooking up with their ex or some shit's going on. Yeah. I have to like take a step back. You're like, wait, wait, wait. Gotta pump the brakes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. I, Valentine's Day. Have yes. you had a Valentine? Never. What do you think of the holiday? Like, what what is the vibe around Valentine's Day for I you? I don't know what to do today. Um, like, I really, like, do you get flowers? Lingerie, I mean, flowers. I'm meant to wear it? No, you give it to oh, her. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, what, what's he going to wear? Like I'm a like, chap? Like, yeah, um, I come out in little G-strings. Like, hey, is this like how a, we do it? Like, like a little um, jock strap. No, I think. I, I would do it. If or, someone asked me to do it, then or just put like a, you know. Because you're open to whatever. I will try anything once. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Like, Get a little whip or something. Yeah. Like, I think for a girl. No, I think actually as the girl, the girl should buy lingerie and surprise the guy. Right. dressed up and you do that every year why just not every day yeah i agree but it's just something about right. you know the day uh interesting like yeah. I, it's just like what you traditionally do and then the guys buy flowers and chocolate is that easy i think it's that easy well for wow. me i think valentine's day isn't like a christmas or a birthday like obviously yeah if you're gonna buy me cartier go, go for yeah, it yeah please yeah. but I think if you're just starting out seeing someone, chocolate-covered strawberries, champagne, take them to oh. dinner. Like, it's just, it's honestly like a date. You right. just buy something red. Okay, that's so much easier than I thought. I was freaking out. I'm like... Oh, so you're going to do something. Well, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, you got to do... Like, I think it's more of the thought right. than the gift, if that right. matters. It's yeah. more like, oh, I'm thinking of you. Okay, because I haven't thought about it at all today. You know what could do good for you, too? A handwritten note. My handwriting sucks. You'll probably read it and be like, is this Arabic? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> She's like, is this, like, backwards? Yeah, like, Ar- like, what is this? I didn't realize you could write another language. I'm like, no, 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 that's plain English. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up English. Yeah. yeah, I think a handwritten card. Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm teaching you something. Yeah. I haven't had a Valentine in a while, but, yes, usually it's, like, date lingerie that kind of stuff thoughtful handwritten card Handwritten, yeah chocolate covered strawberries one time i dated a canadian and he like made me a little book that was like that's kind of really cute. canadian words like and what they mean in like english even oh, though it's still kind of english like slang yeah yeah like australian slang that's really sweet i know that's cute that's so cute i'm so gonna have like, to try that thoughtful yeah just thoughtful little thing <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to think about it a little bit, even though my brain is foggy today. So, yeah, you got to do something. Yeah. He's like, he's like I'll, I'll pull it together. I'll pull it together. Um, the flowers in the car, the photo that you posted. Yes. Did yeah. you know what you were doing with that? Of course. Yeah, of course. Okay, good. I'm not an idiot. No. I'm like, Harry's self-aware enough to admit that well, he my, knew what he was my doing. My DMs were on fire, and I was like, all right, well, I... <laughs> Like, I do have the photo, so I may as well just, like, it's lean so into good. it a little bit heavy. Uh, but it was, like, the most random photo dump. It was, like, me in a bath and a car. And then, like, <laughs> I was, like, I was, I was like 6 a.m. I'm trying to, like, figure out what to put together for, <laughs> for a post. But, um, yeah. because yeah. you can't just post that one because it's too obvious. Yeah. you got to bury it everyone in the gallery. Be, everyone would be, like, oh, Harry's, like, reaching for this. Like, Harry's trying to farm everything out of this. But, uh, no, nah, I was just... Yeah, I was, it was for Netflix anyway, so I was, I was like, I'm glad I had that photo. So you so. actually had bought those, like you actually had yeah. bought those flowers just for someone else, yeah, for yeah. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I had it, I posted the exact photo of my story like a week before, and then I guess what, that's where it all like kicked off from, so I was like, alright, well, that's may as well so just cool. double down on this. <laughs> it's crazy. But like, how does it feel when someone publicly is like, nah, like I, like I, were you crushed a little <laughs> 
No, I was like, oh shit! Like she's seen a photo of my face. Like she knows I'm a human. And Fair, you know who I am. Yeah, yeah, there's like seven billion other people in the world that uh, like have that like Chloe's never seen her face of, and I'm one of the like tiny people that she's seen before. So it's kind of crazy. Honestly, it wasn't that far fetched to me. I was like, they could be having sex. Like it's like you think sometimes. Wow. I, I thought really. Yeah. Damn. You're in LA, like. Why not? Uh, like, because I'm in the same city, I could fucking cut ashes. I think I honestly, but you're a good-looking guy. Like I think having sex and like yeah. being boyfriend and girlfriend is two very different things. Like yeah. I, I think high like A-list celebrities have a lot of like secret oh, rendezvous. Some, some with, crazy shit going. Yeah, on. so like I wouldn't be surprised if it was yeah. like a on the DL type of thing. Yeah, I know that you're right. There is like some big singers that I've, yeah. that I've fucked a few TikTokers that I know. It's That's like, what I'm saying. It's like the weirdest collab. We all consume the same media. Yeah. Like if That's true. They could be looking at your TikTok. You could be on their For You page. Like, that is true. Freaking Gigi Hadid slid into Tyler Cameron's DMs when he was on The Bachelor. She's blocked me. So we have two different stories there. So I don't know what's <laughs> going on there. <laughs> I'm blocked by Dumois, that celebrity account. Oh, you are? Why? Yeah, I think because I said they were toxic. Oh, they are. They're I know. They're posting everything. But I, shout out to them for making the Chloe and stuff come that to That is fair. I agree. Also, yeah. like, me saying that doesn't mean I'm not. Like, I still read their stuff. Yeah, we're still I just go on my Finsta now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just have the post notification. Yeah, post. like, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> I like, still look. I'll just check on a different page. I honestly really don't look that much. But if it's something that someone DMs me, I'll just log into my other account and go look. Yeah, that's, that's crazy that they blocked you. I was like, I wasn't that mean what I said. I think it's true. But... Are there any... Like, why did Gigi Hadid block you? I've been blocked since I was, like, 17. It's oh, really, you must have just said something weird or stupid. No, I, maybe. Pro- actually, probably. Like, most yeah. likely. Like, I was trying to check out DMs and see if I DM something, like, freaky. But, like... Because I know me at 17. Yeah. I was probably, like, drunk at, like, 3 a.m. Like, yo, what's up? Like, yeah. Oh, in, totally. in rural Australia, just, like, with the boys. Like, my DMs to celebrities are mortifying. Oh, I had to unsend so much shit before my Netflix show Same. came out. Uh, well, I had to – before I started here, I deleted everything. Yeah. I used to be, like, in Zac Efron's – like, who do I think I am? When I was, like, young, too, like, like five, ten years ago, whenever Instagram came out, came out yeah. I was so embarrassing. No, I – but <laughs> the thing is, is it's, like – Shoot your shot, because, like, you never know who's checking this shit. And people answer. People, like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. People do answer. Like, you get some freaky shit going on. No, I totally agree. I, well, I got my my job here because I DM Dave. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, what did I you DM just, him? I said, hey, um, I think you need my podcast on your network. You don't have anyone like me. And he was like, good pitch. And I was in the next week meeting him. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because well, they didn't have any, they had like Caller Daddy, which was amazing, mm. but that was more about like sex and like, and private planes. And I was like, what about the people that like get ghosted or yeah. <laughs> deal with mental health? This is before she took the mental health turn. I would say now our shows are probably way yeah. more similar than when I yeah. had pitched. But my shows, like, we talk a lot about mental health and we talk a lot about like, body image and dating and ghosting and i was like what about like a, a normal yeah girl what about the normal people <laughs> yeah like what about the, the rest of us out here yeah. and um so yeah that was my whole thing oh wow that's that's crazy well there's there's a lesson today like shoot your shot it, actually i i met with uh gary v's team mm-hmm. and that was the biggest thing they said to me like just don't be afraid to dm anyone because like people uh-huh. check their shit i would 100 percent agree i've gotten every job because i just 
message DM. someone. Yeah, I've I probably well actually the reason why I got on uh, taught the handle is because I was sending nudes to the one of the casting guys. See, there you go. I was like, you have to have me on. Look at this shit. <laughs> You're like, you want this on your screen? Yeah, I was like, look what we got going on here. <laughs> Do you feel like the show has lost its touch a little bit? Because, well, oh, I think there's a question. few things. I think. I'll give you my like publicist yes. opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I think the show, when it first came out, first of all, it was like the height of the pandemic where we were all watching Tiger King thinking it was like grand, like award-winning television. Mm-hmm. And, like, not that it wasn't good, but I'm saying like we were in the middle of this time where like love is blind. Yeah. Too Hot to Handle, Tiger King, like we were just on our, glued to our computers. And I saw, I remember I was sitting in my parents' house quarantining, not in the city, watching Too Hot to Handle. And I was like, wow, this is unlike anything we've ever seen. Now, I think because they saw how you and Francesca broke the rules, now everyone kind of wants to follow your blueprint. Yeah. And now it's lost its touch a little bit. Yeah, I think that, um, well, I know they filmed like season two, three, four, and five, like back to back. So like, Oh, I didn't know there was a four and a five. Yeah, yeah, everything. Wow. Well, I, I'm not under contract, so I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> but um, yeah, I know they filmed it because I guess like the, the audience is like, oh, they must have watched the first couple yeah. of seasons. But I know they filmed all that shit, like got it out of the way so that the uh, concept like didn't burn out a little bit but which is also crazy though because now when the episodes air the couples have already either been broken up or dating for a year or two years yeah it's you know it's like not the same effect that it had when you guys came out yeah and also i think like being in quarantine like everyone kind of had like a unintentional sex ban anyway because like Mm -hmm. when it come out it was like really like like i said we're in our parents house like it was doing nothing and like you're away from people and you have to like learn to sex again it's it yeah it was crazy it was kind of perfect those timing. were crazy times it was yeah crazy yeah it was really weird because the show like I, I was trying to explain it to my friends like my life was like changing in front of me but i'm in an apartment with my two best friends you and, don't like, know what's like, actually happening just, yeah like, my phone was like having more text than it should have had i was like this is kind of really weird it's really weird but, because your phone is blowing up but you don't feel the the fame or the notoriety because you're not outside in the yeah. world. No, it was it was weird. And then uh, the first time I went to like Ralph's, and somebody's like, "Hey, can I get a photo?" I was like, "Sure." And then I just sat there. I was like asking her about herself. She's like, "Why are you so curious about me? Like, I just want a photo." I was like, "Well, I just want to figure out why you want a photo. Like, yeah. what do you do? Like, are you at university? Like, what's going on?" Yeah. Um, but the question uh, about lost its touch. Yeah, I think it has a little bit, to be honest. Like, I think that uh, the season two was pretty crazy. And then season three, like they got the prize fund down to zero. Like I just, I couldn't finish it because I was getting so anxious. Because I remember, you know, I didn't finish it because I was just like, I kind of just like skipped ahead to the end because I was like, we know what's happened. I don't know. know As a viewer, how it plays out. Yeah. Also, obviously, they're gonna give them challenges to add money back into the bank because they blew it all. Well, this is what I said to them. I was like, everyone isn't really going on it for the right reasons now. Like everyone just wants like followers and clout. Why don't you just like randomly like have all their passwords to like social media accounts? And if they keep fucking up, then you mm. just wipe all their photos or they like would die. delete. Like, I would, I told yeah. them, I was like, if that was me and I was on the show, I would literally have a mental breakdown. Like, I would, yeah. it'd be the best TV for you guys, it'd be the worst time for me. Like, I would be crying. I was like, why don't you just like That's wipe That's actually TikTok? an amazing like reality show idea. Imagine how like chaotic that would be, especially all these influencers or people that are like coming in, like expecting like, millions and millions of followers and then like all their photos get deleted and like they're not allowed to post for a week oh i would kill someone if they took away my instagram ah 
or I'll, TikTok, anything. It would be the worst thing that ever happened to me. Because we rely on it to pay our bills. Everything. And especially when you're going on a reality show, you're thinking, even in the back of your mind, even if you do end up finding love, you're like, okay, how am I going to parlay this into other career opportunities? Literally. Yeah, you're trying to do like the most memeable moment to like yes. blow up even further. And then if it if you got your TikTok wiped or your Twitter or your YouTube, like that's it. You would, I would freak out. But I feel like you look at things very business minded, whereas a lot of people don't understand like the capacity of like having followers or what it means for them. They get off these shows and they do nothing with it or they just don't know how to leverage it. But I think it's just a skill that you just innately have where you're like, oh, I'm going to be memeable or oh, yeah. I'm going to leverage this. I just I just thought it was crazy. Like I remember when our show was coming out, I was like, hey, guys, like you have to have like some sort of link in your bio like whether it's yeah. like just like a print on demand like merch or it's your own website like there's a lot of traffic that's going to come and you can retarget to that traffic or like, like affiliate links like something yeah like do something and like everyone kind of just like slept on it and then it, like a couple months in they're like oh can you post my youtube channel i'm not getting like traffic like i should i'm like no you missed like you missed the boat i think it's really really bizarre like people come on and they have like a year or two years to prepare for like their life that could potentially change forever mm -hmm. or like it will if you're on netflix like it, everything will change forever and you won't be the, like the same mm. and people just like sleep on it and then like go out and party for the month that the show's happening and then they're like sitting there just like oh why why am i not getting many likes or why do people not care mm -hmm. it's like because you didn't give your audience an opportunity to learn and love you to connect with you yeah and that, that's why i tell everyone uh who goes on these shows and they ask me like advice i'm like well the you only get to see 10 percent of your personality and people are super quick to follow you because you're on a show but they're even quicker to unfollow you because they don't know you the second you break up with the person mm. that you're like dating and posting with or the second something changes and they see a different side of your personality, they're gone. Yeah. I literally. rarely even follow people from reality shows because I know in like four months time, I'm not going to be as interested anymore they're unless boring. they're doing something that's staying relevant and yeah. keeping you engaged. Yeah. Well, end of the day, like we're all just normal, boring people. Like we just got totally. lucky. Like we're just normal people that <laughs> yeah. don't have jobs and like <laughs> don't just wait to get our parents' house to like try to do some shit and like just get a little bit slutty on the weekends. Like we're just normal <laughs> Yeah, and like not that exciting so like when you go on these shows and then like but that's what you capitalize off of sometimes <laughs> it's like oh this guy's normal just like me yeah, like yeah. this guy on netflix is like i could do that just it's like, a dude yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy and then like yeah and then the, the show comes out and then they just like sit sit on it and they think everything's going to be crazy like i remember talking to some of the season two people and they'll get like real cocky and real arrogant and i'm like yo like Season Six. two was the cockiest season. Yeah, the I cast. Like, I was like, season three is like around the corner. Like, yeah, you have to like figure something out. And yeah. now they're trying to like do YouTube channels and like podcasts and stuff. I was like, it's a little bit too late, but they're trying to follow the Harry blueprint, but it can't be replicated. It's it, it is. Funny. You struck like an interesting time in pop culture, and you were with the TikToker. It like I, it just can't be replicated. I personally don't think. Oh, look at you! I it's really so don't. Lovely. Well, because it was. <laughs> It was just like a moment in time that you yeah. capitalized on. And like, we're not, I just don't think it will be the same for most people. Well, I also like, I made a rule, like don't say no to any opportunity or like any collab. Like mm. if someone with like 10,000 followers or a hundred thousand followers wants to like do a photo shoot or like do a TikTok, like I didn't want to say no to anyone. Like I was uh, active every single day that the show was out. And like for the, for the year, like I was just doing as much as I could. And I told these guys, I was like, Hey, like, 
don't be too big like don't be too big for your boots like don't be too cocky don't be too big for anyone else because you never know like someone could come in here and have like the most life-changing idea and they have a thousand mm -hmm. followers or they're just like someone that's like ambitious or business-minded like you, you got to not be too cool for anyone and I guess everyone is just way too cool for like they just think they're way too cool. I for totally them. agree with you yeah. though. By the way, like I used to take partnerships when I was first starting. I had like 10k followers yeah. for like the smallest amounts of money because mm. I was like it will turn into something bigger one day. And it makes you more legit. And then those brands stick with you. Yeah. Then when you're at 100,000 followers, 200, then they're like, oh, remember that favor you did for us? Yeah. You're gonna be the face of our campaign. Yeah, like it's crazy. you don't want to. Oh, you don't want to turn people away and like you just want to be loyal and nice exactly it will get you far yeah that's what that's the biggest thing is just just always being like a good person yeah the day, which is kind of crazy i know i totally agree one last thing um what other netflix show if there was one would you be interested in going on great question um the i've, so I've done a, a couple now but i uh i think i really want to do sexy beast <laughs> I know. It's, it, I text. I text him. I was like, "Yo, can I please do this show? Like the makeup, like everything." It was like, yeah, I don't know. It's just so random. But I was just. I feel like it would be so much fun. It would be fun. Like just being with like a big dolphin head, or like it is crazy. Like I a have scarecrow, to say. or I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. I know they're filming like a pretty, a pretty cool one pretty soon, but uh, maybe like Lovers Blind or or something that's like a little bit more intimate and yeah. you get to be a little bit more loving. Mine's the circle. You want to do the circle? Oh, I made it to like final round casting. Really? Yeah. No. I could actually see you on that. But then again, like, do you want to be like locked away for a month, like talking to a TV? Well, do you know what I like about the circle? It's not controversial. It's like you just have people oh, skills. Keep me away from that. And I know, but I'm a former <laughs> publicist, so I'm so like, I'm so strategic. Yeah. So for me, it would be like I'm very social and I'm strategic. So for yeah. me, I think I would have a good shot. Would you go in and be yourself, or would you pretend to be someone else? I'd be myself. My whole yeah. pitch to them was like, this is before I worked at Barstool. My whole pitch to them was like how people think that influencers are like vapid and yeah. like you're just like not smart you just post pictures for a living so i wanted to go in and be like strategic and yeah. smart and try I feel to like if i went in i'd probably pretend to be drake and like really spin <laughs> everyone out like is he I think here is he be, not here like what is going you'd be amazing on that show well i actually so i'm really good friends with joey sasso and he's oh, yeah. such a huge personality i'm like you're the perfect type of dude for that show like because he could he could talk the paint off a wall but i'm like i don't know if i would be able to be locked away like I would probably start like having a hissy fit. That's why I don't think they kept saying to me in my interview, like bigger, bigger. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be a car. Like I, I could only be the yeah. way I am. And I'm more like funny when I'm not being poked to be funny. So yeah. I think my casting, I probably kind of like didn't do that well. Um, yeah. It's really hard to actually interview and get cast on a show. It, it, it's actually kind of crazy. Like, yeah, I think taught the hand it was like four months or some shit and every like interview i was getting like more and more nervous so i was taking more and more clothes off i was like running around you're like, like come on just please cast yeah yeah they're like they're like oh dude like because they're asking about like sex and stuff yeah like i was like oh, i just had sex like five seconds ago why am i like just, i'm naked like look like, just I'm came sweaty. right from it <laughs> i still have to have the condom on yeah literally like just hanging over here like fuck. i know it's really tough like i don't yeah. i don't think people realize and like what's awkward too because i've tried i've like been interviewed for a few shows and what people don't realize also is like you have to talk to the producer mm. and i don't know it's kind of like weird because you want to like look at them and then they'd be like no look at 
the camera because I was doing it on my phone. Yeah. So I couldn't look at him. I had to look at the camera the whole yeah. time. So you're basically just staring into space. <laughs> like there's a lot that goes into it's it. It's crazy. And it's so much easier to look at a face as well. It's tough. Yeah, I'm better in person. It was all over Zoom because it was like kind of pandemic timing. Yeah. I think the the craziest thing that I learned about TV, like the first show that I did, when you were doing like the interviews, the producers like sitting. So like the camera's right here and the producer's sitting here. You get to look at their face and like talk to them. But they were, were mimicking like your emotions. So if you start talking about a sad story, they pull like a sad face. It was re- the re- To like evoke your emotion. Yeah, it was the most confusing shit ever. Like just try to talk to a human and they're just like. You're like, like stop doing that. It pisses me off. And then you have to repeat the question back. So if they're like, how was your day? You have to be like. My day was. Yeah, it's like really <laughs> weird. You have to, and then like they'll take you. Like, okay, so think back like four weeks ago, like when you before you came. Like, how did you feel? I'm like, bro, like I don't even know what the fuck's going on in my head. I, I was remember. gonna say, are there times where you sit in front of those like interview screens, kind of where you're just like, it's an off day where you're like, I know I'm not giving my best personality because yeah. I'm just not having a weird day. There was actually one moment uh, on Taught to Handle where I was so fucking sad. Like I was really sad. Uh, and I was having the worst day ever. It was when uh, me and my ex were going through a bit of stuff and she was uh, like with another guy and I was like, I, I don't, if I'm not with her, I don't want to be here. And I was mm. like actively like, about to make the decision to leave. Um, and the producer, one of the guys was like trying to ask me questions about it, but I was in such a tiz that I was like, you know, like I don't want... Like I need a second. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want anyone to see me like... I'm meant to be the happy guy. I was like, I don't want anyone mm. to see me like this upset over another person and I want to be like cool and cocky. So like I just was sitting there and I just wasn't answering any questions. But the worst part is, is I forget that there was 65 cameras around. The I was going to say, they're going to show that anyway. Yeah, yeah. So when I went back to the room to vent to the boys about it and like I was venting about the producer and I was like pissed off. Mm. I was like, yeah, fuck this. Like I was, I was going off about everyone because I was so annoyed. And then they he like <laughs> pulled me aside after. He's like, hey, like, you know, we could, we're listening. We can hear you. <laughs> he's like, you mad at me, bro? Yeah, he, he like sat, sat me down. He's like, hey, like, I don't want to uh, ever upset you like that. But like, just understand, like, <laughs> we could hear what the fuck you're saying about us. And I was like, oh, shit, like, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> that happened here once because I think the control room could hear our microphones. And oh. some guy was talking shit about someone not knowing the mics were on. Oh. And this girl that he was talking shit about was standing in the control room. Oh, no. And she was like, you have a problem with me? No way. That's what I mean when I say it's like a reality show here. Oh, shit. That's heavy. But at least you get the... It wasn't really... Sort of... He really didn't say anything that bad. Like, oh. it was like fine. He was like, yeah, she's kind of annoying or something. Like, it wasn't really that big of a deal. But it's just so funny how that stuff could happen. You forget when there's cameras and microphones and lights everywhere. Yeah, yeah. When you get, like, custom to it. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Harry, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Um, Where can everyone follow you? Stay up to date. What are you um, working on? Yeah, just my Instagram, I guess. Harry Jazzy, <laughs> J-W-S-E-Y. It is not Josie. I was going to say, what does Dave, Dave call you Josie? <laughs> yeah, he always calls me Josie, like <laughs> Harry Josie. Like, what? Every what? time without fail. Yeah. It's like, he made me start doubting myself. I was like, am I wrong? Yeah. He's wrong. I'm like, bro, like... <laughs> listen to any interview or any person say what I say, but it's Jazzy. I don't know how he gets it so wrong. He's, he probably doesn't even know my name, so yeah. I, I think it's fine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, I Harry. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Time for Ask Alyssa. This person said, oh, my gosh, I'm dying. Ask Alyssa Submissa. 
like submission. Um, hi, listed longtime follower, but new listener, and I am bidging your show like crazy, loving every minute. For background, I'm 25 and living in Denver. I moved here for a fashion startup that ended up going under with COVID, and I haven't been in a good place financially ever since. I took a job that I have no interest in to help me pull out, and now I feel stuck, unsuccessful, and lost without any idea of which way is up or really what's next. I love fashion and design, but to be honest, I have major imposter syndrome and don't feel I'm good enough. My question is, if you have any advice to stop feeling so stuck and feeling like if I want to have a career in fashion, I need to get another expensive degree to validate myself. P.S. Thank you for being you and for sharing your authenticity with your listeners. Oh, thank you. I actually could talk on this a little bit because I, like you, wanted to go into fashion interned in fashion and then had imposter syndrome for the same reasons I was like fashion's very tricky in the sense where it's really subjective to taste but also like knowledge and connections and I felt like during my internship at Elle magazine I would look at other colleagues and be like they like it more than me and that wasn't even me being like hard on myself I genuinely just realized I was like okay what about the fashion industry do I like it's the entertainment aspect I wanted to be a celebrity stylist so then I just ricocheted into the entertainment industry so is it fashion that you like is it design maybe you realize what I really like about fashion is design maybe you go into home decor like maybe it's not clothing or maybe it is I don't want to steer you away from doing fashion altogether. But my point is that if you're feeling like something isn't right, maybe it's not. And maybe you need to look at what else you like within the like garment industry. Is it home furnishings? Is it um, staging restaurants? Is it staging homes? Is it um, accessories, jewelry? Like there might be something else that you're not looking at that's kind of related to where your experience lies. And um, this is just one person's opinion, but I would never go back to school for another degree personally in fashion. I don't think it will get you any farther. I don't, I think time, experience, patience, persistence. I do not think that um, go putting yourself in debt when you're already feeling financially strapped is a good idea. What do you think? I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm 22, so I still have like no idea what I want to do in life too, but I think there's no, you're never too old to like try something new and get it like start on something that you've always like wanted to do. And, and if you know that's what makes you happy, then you might as well try it. But exactly what you said, it's all about persistence. Yeah. If you really want it, you got to fight for it and mm-hmm. it takes time. You're not just going to get the best fashion job of your dreams. Never. In the first time that you apply for something. So it's just about building and yeah. believing in yourself. Yeah, I totally agree. And also, um, for me, like I said, it was a journey to get to where I am because I worked in the same field but doing different things. So I started as a fashion intern in a showroom, worked at a fashion magazine as an intern. Then that same summer became a public um, publicist intern, then started doing celebrity news writing, like kind of like Us Weekly, E! News, like writing online. And then that's when I started going more to entertainment from fashion. So then I would write about celebrities' fashion And then that parlayed into working in PR for beauty and fashion brands. So my point is, like, because you like clothes or because you like design or fashion doesn't mean you have to 
be a designer you could be a publicist you could be a showroom organizer there's so many different things so I would just kind of broaden your search and your your passion and see if you find something else that you might wind up liking way more Okay, one last Ask Alyssa for today. Don't forget to submit yours. You could just DM me on the Tea with Publicity Instagram account. And it's really helpful if you include your age um, and gender. That just helps me kind of place where you are in life. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. Next one, Ask Alyssa. Kind of a long story, but I graduated from college and landed a full-time job that I thought was my dream job. While it wasn't exactly what I wanted, I knew it would get my foot in the door in my field. I was so excited, jumped right in, and loved it for a little bit. After the summer, the main part of the job, everything started to slow down. Since then, I've been so bored and feeling like every day is Groundhog's Day. A job came up that I was literally that was literally perfect, exactly what I wanted. I feel like I've been waiting for an opportunity like this since I finished school. Anyway, my coworkers at my current job found out that I was interviewing I know they shouldn't have known, but that's besides the point. A lot of them have been super supportive, kind, and just amazing about this potential opportunity. One of my other coworkers is basically begging me to stay, saying stuff like, you're never going to find a place with so much PTO, aka paid time off, and longevity means something, and you're established here. So here's my question. How would you deal with someone that acts like they want what's best for you, but then says shit like this? Um, First of all, don't count your chickens before they hatch like you don't have this job yet it sounds like so I wouldn't even be weighing these options until you have an offer on the table to be quite frank um also I just completely disagree with your coworker. so I think you could just say hey you know I'm happy that's your opinion and I respect it but I'm gonna do what feels best for me without being condescending obviously but Personally, for me, I completely innately disagree with the fact that you need to stay in a job for a long time in order to be successful. I think you make way more money when you jump around. I believe as long as a company is willing to hire you, who cares if you've jumped around because they're still willing to hire you. They don't care that you've jumped around because they're hiring you. So if they don't care, why should you? And I don't believe like I actually feel so strongly that it's cowardly to stay comfortable like I it goes against everything I believe when someone's like just stay because you have more paid time off how do you know how do you know you're not going to go to another job get double the time double the money make more like or it could be worse but you don't know unless you try like I just do not believe in living in your career comfort zone um like very strongly, very, very strongly. I think move around, do what feels best for you. Or if you're staying at the same company, keep reinventing the wheel. Like I could technically stay here forever and just keep doing different things. And that would be just as fine as moving around. It's like, just do what's best for you. I just totally don't agree with her. Yeah. I think because someone's a coworker, like you kind of value their opinion a little bit more because they work with you and they kind of know like, what you're dealing with as well but at the same time they don't really know you past that point personally like on a personal like level Mm -hmm. so true it's just about what you want to do and you know the the bouncing jobs like as long as you're stepping up the ladder yeah and like moving up you know that's what you want to do in life. You don't want to just stay in one job that you're comfortable and it's things are working out. But if you know you can keep going up, then like, why not try? And 
I, I don't think that moving around will harm your resume at all or people will look at it in a bad light if mm-hmm. it's jobs that are furthering your career. Totally. And you know what my motto is? Let me live. <laughs> Tell yeah. her. Just let me live, girl. Yeah. Let me live. Um, Yeah. None of her business, honestly. I get maybe she's a friend, but like I would just take her advice and then just not let her know that it really holds no weight in your head. Um, she doesn't have to know that again, but, um, okay guys, let's spill the tea. I, huh. So some people watched the Super Bowl. I watched Inventing Anna. (laughs) We all have different Super Bowls and mine was this weekend with Inventing Anna out. Love is Blind is out. I've been obsessed with Married at First Sight. Like this was my Super Bowl. And, um, I finished inventing Anna in two days because, again, I stayed in for Super Bowl and just, like, kind of was low-key that day. Although I did go to Soul Cycle, I did work out and see my friends. I just watched TV, too. Balance, guys, balance. Um, if you guys don't know, so maybe being in New York is why I'm so invested in this story, but a few years ago, a Vanity Fair article basically blew the lid off this scheme that this girl, Anna Delvey, was running where she was um, stealing money from friends and getting major million dollar loans from banks and um saying that she was someone she wasn't using an alias name her real name is Anna Sorkin she was going by Anna Delvey she was like really big in the New York City society and um you know there's influencers but then there's New York society and socialites which is different and um she was in society and she a show was made about her um and it came out, and the girl that plays Ruth in Ozark played Anna, which was a great fit. Good show. I really liked it. I thought it was really interesting. But if I'm being completely honest, I'm so much more into Love is Blind. Like, this is just goes to show how bad my taste in TV is. Because, like, I loved Inventing Anna, and it's by Shonda Rhimes, which is, like, amazing. She did Scandal and I think, like, Grey's. But, like, meanwhile, I'm watching Love is Blind, like, obsessed with it I think I didn't think they could top the first season but like I think that they casted everyone's attractive everyone for the most part's like kind of cool except um the tall blonde guy Shane I think he was spoiler alert I think he's a total gaslighter like I really see red flags in him the way he handled his confrontation like really put me off but I'm just really into it. Like, I think it's so good. I don't know if any of the couples are going to be successful. And I just don't really care. I'm here for the ride. Like, I'm loving it. And then another just, like, PSA. I started re- I started watching the most recent season of Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight walked so Love is Blind could run. Like, they basically took Married at First Sight's, like, blueprint and then just made it more sexy and more attractive. And Married at First Sight is so good like so good there's basically the premise of the show I really hope you guys give it a chance and then report back to me but basically the premise of the show is that experts match you with like your perfect match and you don't meet them until you are walking down the aisle on your wedding day you meet at the altar for the very first time you say your vows right then and there and you get married and then they send you on your honeymoon so these people are strangers Do they get paid I sure hope so because I, you would need to give me a lot of money uh, to do that. 
I don't I don't think they get that much. I think they they're people that like really want love. You have to have so much courage. So much courage. So a lot of people go into it like love is blind, realizing you might not be happy with the person's physical appearance necessarily. But again, they cast people that I would say are equals right in the looks department like <laughs> you know what i mean yes, like they're not yes, gonna put yes. you with some schmuck yes like and so everyone's partaking in the experiment like everyone's really likes their partner except this one girl who's also named Alyssa, and i'm pissed because she's giving me a bad reputation she her guy has like snaggle teeth and is this ha- love is mine this is married at first okay. sight and I have to be honest, the first time I saw him smile, my initial thing was like, ooh, like I'd be bad pissed teeth. if they gave me someone yeah. with bad teeth. Yeah. But he's attractive otherwise. Yeah. Like, teeth could be fixed. Like, he's right. attractive and he's so nice. Aww. And, like, I don't want to spoil anything because I want you guys to watch it and then I could spoil more next week. But, like, she will not give him a chance solely based off how he looks, but she won't tell him that because she doesn't have the balls. So she keeps just being like, we're not a match. And he's like, but we haven't spoken yet. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, mm, no, just not a match. And he's like, but you won't even talk to like. And I feel so bad. He's such a nice person. Yeah, and sad. I'm like, you're being superficial. And yeah. the whole show is to not be superficial. Exactly. You can't go on the show and like go and judging. Yeah. So he's like, why the fuck did you just marry me? If you're not even open to this experience of mm. getting to know me. Mm. Like, they obviously paired us up for a reason. And it is wild to watch. Like, in all of the seasons, I've never seen someone be so... She's so aware of how she's coming across on camera. She doesn't realize she's mic'd. And she'll keep being like, I'm a nice person. And I don't like the way you guys are representing me. And they're showing the footage of her, like, <laughs> being caught. Being like, I just think he's fucking disgusting. And it's why, and you feel so bad because this guy's so nice. And then you hear him being like, you know, I still think maybe we could have a shot. Like, I really would try to give it a go with her. Like, I'm open to it. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah, that's sad. And then there's like this one couple who's like completely fucking kooky. But I love them. Like, I'm like, they almost are the perfect amounts of like weird for each other. And I'm like, they are a great fucking match. Like, you guys just, ugh. It's so dynamic. It's really <laughs> chef's kiss. It is the best show. And like, I wish it got more hype. Um, but yeah, that's it for this week's segment, this week's show. If you guys are new here and you're just tuning in for the Harry interview, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. Welcome to the Tea Tribe. DM me. Let's be friends. And don't forget to tune into my Instagram stories every week because on Sunday we share Scandi stories, a.k.a. Scandalous stories, completely anonymous. And on Thursdays we do Tame Thursdays for all you vanilla ass bitches. I will see you guys next Tuesday.